You may fire when ready. You may fire when ready. I think okay. that's a Star Wars quote. I'm not sure. I think it, it is. is. Yeah, it's okay, Grandma cool. Parkin. That's exactly in, what I uh, thought. A New Hope. He says, yes. you may fire when ready. You may fire when ready. And he says it like, and he says it again in uh, Rogue One, but I think it's just a recycled quip. Ah, yeah, I think so. That would make sense. I kind of forget that he was dead for that. Yes, Peter Cushing has been dead for a very long time. <laughs> All right, we're good to go. Yes, as I said, you may fire when ready. Welcome to a special bonus Nothing But Nonsense podcast. We are hostless again as we are talking, taking a brief bit to talk about our thoughts on Thor, Love, and Thunder, as well as Comic-Con news. Comic-Con was, uh, has just happened, and we have... Boy, howdy, do we have a lot of news. Boy, awesome. <laughs> Boy howdy. We are, we are overflowing with, with news. We are news abundant. With uh, with Comic Con just happening, so we figured we we'd latch that onto our Thor review as we didn't want to just we didn't want to affect anybody's hosting gigs with it and force anybody to talk about this, but it's 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 a, quite a lot to not talk about. So force anybody like we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like we should, we can't just not talk about it as exactly. being fans of Marvel and and comic book movies. So, but uh. Let's start with our Thor Thor thoughts. Our thought thought Thors. Our Thor thoughts. Thoughts on Thor. Thor for Thor. Thor for Thor. Thor. Hey Dawson, Thor for your thoughts. <laughs> uh, let's start with uh, a start with a general idea of what everyone think of the movie. What do we think? Solid. Not. Well, I didn't love it. It was pretty good. Mm. There were parts yeah, I liked, I think, parts I didn't. I think it was it was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really funny. Um, like I enjoyed it for sure. Uh, yeah. I think it could have been better in moments. Um, See, I didn't even think it was that funny. I don't know. I liked some of the jokes a lot. I feel like if I were to rewatch it, kind of like with Guardians of the Galaxy two, I feel like I wouldn't enjoy the jokes as much the second time around. But I feel like the I just felt like a lot of the humor didn't really land for me. Like it kind of like fell flat in a lot of spots. It was really weird. Yeah, I hope. I thought it was too funny. If that makes sense, like yeah, there were too it, many jokes. Like they tried. Too it was hard like almost. a comedy, but you know, like it wasn't it's like also a comedy. Supposed to be inside this established universe, yeah. so. But it was like a comedy. Like it wasn't like the same comedy that was Ragnarok. Or Ragnarok, like, yeah. Ragnarok, Ragnarok was, awesome. was the per- Ragnarok was the perfect oddball comedy that Taika Waititi is known for, and this felt so forced and generic. Like, yeah, I like. Agree. The fact of, like, the screaming goats, like, that's, like, a joke from, like, what, 2011? 2012? <laughs> like, that's such an old Long time joke ago. Yeah. To, to put in a movie that was supposed to come out in 2021 or 2020, whenever it wasn't supposed to be affected by the pandemic. But still, it's, like, to waste so much time on, on the shortest, this is the shortest Marvel movie to date. 
This is really? the shortest Marvel movie to date. Huh. And to waste so much time on screaming goat jokes, like, what's what's the problem with that? It's like, it's like, what's going on? Like, there's something going on here that doesn't make sense. That's not adding up. To, I didn't even. You know what's funny is that movie. of all, I didn't even feel like. I actually didn't get as tired of that as I thought I was going to. Like when they yeah, first brought same. him, when they first brought they him out, gonna... I'm like, ah, gosh, we got to deal with this for the entire movie. But for some reason, it didn't bother me that much. I was actually kind of surprised. I thought I they was... were gonna overdo it. I don't know. I'm. I. I was expecting what I, I first heard the screams. What I was expecting was they were gonna be. It was gonna be a joke about human sacrifices. Like they were like uh, what? <laughs> these, these, these uh confused uh. Uh, people were gonna be like, "Oh, we're gonna." These are the guys. Like we're, the whole story is about bad gods, and so they were gonna be like, "Oh, we we usually sacrifice people to our gods, so we're bringing you these people to sacrifice." And it was gonna be this whole like awkward situation where Thor's like, "Oh, I appreciate the idea, but the, no, 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 thank you." See, that I thought that would have been funnier. But then when it was goat goats, I was like, "Really? In 2022, a joke that's <laughs> 10 years old, like." It's not even relevant. It wasn't like there were. It's different when there was like, oh, there's like a resurgence of that type of joke. But no, there hasn't been, like at all. I tell like, you it what, was so, it was so weird to me. I tell you what was overplayed, and I don't know if you guys share this opinion, but there were too many instances of Thor being bad at giving speeches. Like it's kind of funny mm. at first, but I swear he. There were like five separate instances where he was trying to be all like dramatic and motivational but he just came across as stupid and that was the joke yeah. and i felt they did it way too many times in this movie like it happened yeah there was the beginning and then he kind of did it again at the beginning and then he did it with the kids and then he did it before him and his him and his crack team set out to yeah. find whatever like it, yeah. it kept it, they kept doing it and i'm like really it, it just felt lazy i don't know it kind of felt like, yeah, like I, I see what you're saying. It kind of felt like there should have been a storyline of Thor getting. It felt like that was the way it was supposed to be in the trailers of Thor getting back his mojo. Like he's back right. in like this, the super muscular fit body, unlike the uh, saggy flabby he was in Endgame. It's like <laughs> okay, so he's got back that mojo, but he's lost his uh, his uh, uh, what do you call it? His energy mojo his mojo mm. of like oh i'm super tough of like avengers one and avengers like pretty much all the avengers movies yeah. besides a uh, uh infinity war and um endgame of him being like distraught over the loss of his people but he was like uh -huh. he's like i'm the mighty thor i speak like a old and norse god like that should be <laughs> the him getting back his mojo but then it's like oh yeah he got his mojo back off screen it's like oh okay right that's kind of feels like this is his movie about healing from the events of Infinity War and Endgame uh -huh. and Ragnarok. Like all this stuff happened. Like there's a if you look on, I don't know if it's true. It's like in like Norse or like some other language, a Scandinavian. But one of the tattoos on his back does have a list of the names. It's uh, his mother Heimdall, Tony, Natasha, and Loki are oh, a list of cool. names of people he's lost on his. I think even I think Odin is on that list too. Mm -hmm. is uh people he's lost and there's a tattoo on his back and so it's like that felt like this is what it should be yeah but it wasn't so it was like what's what's going on here guys yeah i think thor's humor works best when it's like paired with uh, this is gonna sound insensitive but depression <laughs> um <laughs> uh like 
because I think that's the kind of, that's what worked in in Ragnarok. Like he's mm-hmm. he and uh and you know Endgame and and yep. Infinity War. Like his comedic moments are just because he's like I don't know how to handle my yeah. overwhelming emotions right now. And yeah, he's using humor to escape his uh his sadness, like this overwhelming sadness of losing his 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 father and having and losing his hammer. And that, yeah. that's what it felt like. And then. It felt like at the end of end at the end of end game, it's like, oh, I'm getting back to fixing myself. I'm getting, I'm, I'm doing better. I'm trying to to do what I can to fix myself. But then it was like, oh, he fixed himself off screen instead of spending this entire movie to fix himself. Yeah, know? exactly. It should have been. There should have been more time spent on his recovery from that. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, he's an old like he's, you know, like. He's a Norse god, so he's like old and stuff, and he's got he he he's got a long life. But I think I think if anything, that should mean that like he's got to take more time to recover from something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's you like know they took all the I... it's like it's like they took all the things in the trailer that looked like it would make an interesting movie and just crammed it in the first ten minutes, and then we're like, exactly. okay, now let's actually do something that let's just do something totally different. It's very odd. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know who I love, but I was. Not a fan of it in this movie, Korg. Yeah. Korg was just like, yeah. I felt like if they had left him back at Asgard, it would have been, uh, it would have been a better, it would have been better for it. Like, He's only needed for the Ragnarok storyline, if I'm honest. Even yeah. I, I would, I wouldn't have minded if he had like a five minute can, a five minute scene, like he was just like a background, like he was like Meek. Meek in in this movie is just like there, and that's it. Like that's yeah. all she is. She's 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 a secretary for. For um, Valkyrie. for uh, Valkyrie, and that's for King Valkyrie, and that's all she is, and that's what I feel like. That's what Korg should be. Korg should be like, oh, I'm going to, oh, cool, bro, I'm going to stay back and protect Asgard in case any other people show up, and like that's it, like it's cool, yeah, right. I really would have loved it if they had had. Uh, I really, I'm not like I don't want to be like one of those people that like, oh, this didn't happen, so I'm upset, but. <laughs> I really wanted a storyline where Beta Ray Bill came in, and uh, he was like the he 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 became like sort of uh, the uh, Apollo Creed to um, to Thor in remaking himself, like in like Rocky two, I think it is, when or Rocky two or three, or I think it's Rocky three, where uh, Apollo and Rocky are training together and they become friends. Like that was, I wish they would have done that because it seemed like they were setting up for a, a new surprise character. But then it, it was really funny how in that one air, that one scene with the Guardians taking off and leaving Thor behind, it was like, oh, there's obviously a space where somebody should be. But in the movie, that space was just blank. There was nobody there. And the, and then on the other side were the goats, and like there was nobody there. It's like, oh, so it's just blank? It's like, okay. So there actually is no one there, you're telling me? Is that, is that what no. you're saying? No. <laughs> So, who is Beta Ray Bill? I'm unfamiliar with this character. He is a alien who kind of looks like a horse. Fun. Who's got like a horse type face. I'll, I'll get you a picture of him. But he is an alien who wields Mjolnir. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. And he is, I don't know his specific story, but he is a Thor. He he like kind of acts like Thor mm-hmm. because he has the, um, he wields uh, Mjolnir. For a little while. Speaking of Mjolnir, it was odd. And I guess I thought it was kind of funny how they almost gave the hammers <laughs> and weapons like personalities. Yeah. That was, a, that, yeah. Was a, that was an interesting 
direction to go, I guess. I don't know if I necessarily loved it, but it made for some interesting moments, I guess, some comedic moments, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, there was, I feel like that was kind of played out a few different times. Yeah. Like, I I heard this, I heard, I don't want to take too much away to from other people's thoughts, but it was like, the weird idea of, of, uh, of Mjolnir just suddenly not working, and it was just like, oh, well, he's just like, oh, we can't use Mjolnir because it's unreliable. It's like, well, it just became unreliable. Are you talking about because of Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker, not Mjolnir. I don't want to <laughs> say Mjolnir. But, um, but yeah, uh, Stormbreaker uh, being unreliable with using the, uh, the, what do you, the Bifrost. Yeah. And he, uh, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's uh, it's unreliable. It's like, well, it's only unreliable because the writers say it's unreliable. You're not giving a good reason why it's unreliable. Yeah, exactly. Other than it's like, but I feel like it would have been better used if it's like, oh, well, Stormbreaker knows that Gore needs it to get to the Senate, get to Eternity. So that's why it's not working. It's like trying, actively trying not to work. Yeah, that would have made sense. Like, Especially because they, it's a hammer. Yeah. I can't communicate. They explained away a kind of a number of things in this movie somewhat effectively. Like, you know, I when I was watching it, I'm like, okay, why the crap did the hammer work for Jane? And then you come, you see the scene where Thor tells Mjolnir to protect her or whatever. So that kind of explains that bit. Or there was the scene, there was the scene later where he's hyping up the kids or whatever. And I'm like, okay, if these kids just go start fighting people, it's going to be so stupid. But then he somehow like gave them their power. So I'm like, okay, well, that makes a little more sense, I guess. So yeah. I am, I'm surprised that they were kind of so lazy, I guess, with that aspect of why Stormbreaker wasn't working or whatever. Yeah, like oh, they yeah. could talk about underused gore, the God Butcher. Such a fantastic performance by Christian Bale. Oh my the, gosh, he was the best part of the movie. He was for so the 15 good. minutes he was in this movie. It's like, oh okay. yeah, and you want to talk about how you literally go and Gore is killing gods and Thor's like, oh, well, he can't kill gods because we're gods and it's bad. And he's like, well, we're going to go talk to to Zeus and Zeus is going to be like, is going to help us out and he's a great guy. And then Zeus turns out to be terrible. It's like, okay, so Gore is right to kill all the gods. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like Marvel has fallen into a bit of a trap of having villains who are right. You know? Yeah. Yep. Having villains who are right, I feel like this in recent years, in recent not recent years, in a uh, recent time, I think the only villain who hasn't been right is Wanda in Doctor Strange. Yeah, because she wants to kill everybody and get kids who never existed in the first place, and she's kind of just like <laughs> being selfish instead of asking for help or trying to deal with her actual issues. Yeah, she's like just gonna use America Chavez and kill everybody just because that's what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. But even in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, the villains were kind of right in that scenario because they didn't want to go back to their universes and get killed. Yeah, right. Kinda yeah, made sense. And and Electra didn't want to get cured, and the Lizard didn't want to go back and die, and he still wanted to do his lizard stuff and everything like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his lizard stuff. <laughs> Doing his lizard thing. But um, but yeah, it, was a, it was, feels like a bad habit that they're falling into of villains that are right. Yeah, he was Christian Bale's character was, as you said, just absolutely captivating in this movie. 
He was so underused. Every t- like every time he was on screen, you kind of mentioned to it like you just you all you you were just locked in because you're like, okay, what the crap is gonna happen now? Because like he just had that kind of aura about him, and Bale did even like the body movements and just the way he oh, yeah. acted physically, not just the, like the delivery of his lines and everything. It was all mm-hmm. just so well done by him. So good. It's it's just a, it was just a fantastic performance that wasn't used at yeah. all. Like. Where was the scenes of him killing gods? Like, we want to know that this guy is a god butcher. It's like, we don't have to go, like, he go, go into the aftermath of that, what, the death of that one god where he found Lady Sif. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, I want to see him kill gods. Like, let's right. see him kill gods. Like, let's this see him is in the action. Thing. I feel like the, the, the plot line with the children being taken was totally taken in the wrong direction. I feel like if we had switched it around to, I, what I thought was happening was like, oh, Gore's kidnapping kids to protect them. Like, that's what I thought the whole idea was, him kidnapping these kids. So he's protecting them from the fate of his daughter. Like, yeah, exactly. being, trusting oh. in these gods and dying. But now he's just kidnapping them as an ex- as an excuse to lure Thorin. It's like, that seems like so not him. It's like, that should be the underlying thing is he's not, he's not threatening kids. Like, it should have been like a thing of like, he's... He's in a way he thinks he's rescuing these children. That would have made a lot like, more felt, sense. You're right. I felt yeah, like that would have made more sense because they're not all going to grow up to be like gods either or whatever. You know, like they're yeah. they're just children that were like adopted in by Asgard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're just and they're just they're not not even everyone from Asgard is a god. They're just people who live there and they're just basically like fancy aliens that the way the MCU has uh, turned them into is they're just fancy aliens. Yeah, so, also Yeah. Oh. Also apparently like uh Taika Watiti, you know, forgot his own character's line from the previous movie. Um when it, when Korg is talking about like his yeah. revolution and like he he mentions that his mom, but then in this, in this movie he's like, "Oh, two dads." And I'm like, no, "You said you had a mom in the yeah, last movie." Like, so that's like it's that, yeah, oh. it's that they were re- it said they retconned the uh, the species to be all male, to be one gendered species, which is. But a I'm weird... just like, I'm like, was... why don't do that? Because you've already established this character has like yeah. a, a mom, and then like her, her boyfriend, stupid, uh, her hate. stupid boyfriend who he hates. Yeah, like it's like <laughs> you're voicing the character, and you forgot from the previous movie yeah. a line that you specifically said and wrote i didn't even I, know I just that. i found that surprising i hate continuity yeah, errors like, those drive me nuts it wasn't a, i think it's a retconning that they're trying to do they i feel like it, i feel like it wasn't a retcon at first and now they're labeling it a retcon <laughs> like it was actually a mistake they made and they're like oh retcon of course yes yeah, yeah. but uh but yeah it just I really enjoyed. The, I really enjoyed the movie. I just felt like it was just kind of. It was all over the place. It was all know, over man. the place in terms of just like story wise and like use. But I will say, great performances from uh, Tessa Thompson. She was great. Uh, Natalie yeah. Portman. She was great. Chris Hemsworth. She was great. He. She. He was great. <laughs> um, Gosh. Christian Bale. Uh, amazing. Uh, standout performance from. Uh, from um what's his face uh i'm trying to remember <laughs> zeus uh oh russell Crowe. oh you're talking about russell, russell crow Crowe. yeah russell crow hilarious performance like he, he was really good. 
He really yeah, took, he was funny. knocked it out of the park with that. That was super funny. I yeah. really, I really thought his performance was great. His like tr- change into the uh, into being a terrible person was just like it was great. Oh, that was great. Was just like every everyone was, there was great people in this movie, and it's like if we just change the story a little bit, it's like I don't hate this movie, and I think I enjoy it to an extent, but. I can understand where people are coming. Like, there's some movies like with Doctor Strange and some others, and then the Kenobi series, where people are hating it. It's like I don't understand why you're hating this. Like, this doesn't make any sense. But that's when I can like, I don't hate it, but I can understand why people don't like it. Yeah, here. I wouldn't say I hate it, but I mean, it's probably in the in the bottom towards the bottom section of my like overall feelings of the marvel movies i guess there's just a lot a lot a lot of other movies that i enjoyed more than this one and like you said it's not to say it wasn't enjoyable like overall i didn't think there was any like bad character really i didn't think anyone did a poor job in the movie or anything it's just the movie itself just wasn't i don't know if it was the writing or what it just something about it just didn't really click with me i guess yeah yeah, it was just like, and I don't think I, I really don't think it's Taika Waititi's fault. I don't want to say it's his fault. I don't want to blame everything on the director and everything because he makes yeah, good he's, movies. He's made he's a lot of good movies. He's, he's genuinely funny. good, and he makes compelling stories like uh, Jojo Rabbit, uh, Where the Hunt for the Wilder People, um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Like he makes compelling stories with good, funny characters. That are not that are not beat you over the head funny like that felt like what a lot of this movie was doing was like just beat you over the head like this is funny you will laugh and you will enjoy this <laughs> we will not do anything dramatic for at least another twenty minutes I think like but, the fact um, that the fact that when I walked out of the theater the only part that I can remember remotely laughing at was like the bow Lord God of the dumplings or whatever and it's just little there's just this little like cartoony dumpling. Oh yeah, he just goes bow bow or whatever. Like the fact that I walked yeah. out and I thought that was that was kind of one of the funnier parts of the movie. That kind of says a lot, unfortunately. I tell you one thing that we didn't touch on yet, though, that I absolutely loved was when they went to the shadow realm or the shadow world or whatever it was called, and the yeah. color the color was completely drained. And oh, everything that was, was black super and white. cool. Oh my gosh, yeah, sure dude! Cool. So visually, good. this this movie is fantastic visually. Uh huh. Yeah. This this really gets away. With it. I love the a little a little standout thing was the uh uh the uh the bird creatures at the at the oh, fight those, those at the beginning crack, of the fight. Yeah, I love those. I thought those were super cool. They looked they looked really uh practical. There was yeah. plenty of, like hints of CGI and looked like mo like CGI to make like the features pop a little <laughs> bit more, but it looked mostly practical for what they were doing. Oh yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just—it felt like more of a, like you know how Ragnarok was such a tonal shift from the previous two Thor movies. Yeah. This felt like instead of a sequel to Ragnarok, it felt like another tonal shift. I feel like I—I I did. Yeah, I. Sorry, little bit of a tangent. I did love the flashbacks with him and Jane. I thought those were great. <laughs> kind of like explaining their relationship oh, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I what do you guys think of Jane coming back? Cuz I she's I thought not, Natalie Portman was great. Yeah, she she does a good job. I just, you know, I this is uh I just I can't stand how she just <laughs> continually gets herself into trouble just all the time. 
even in this movie, you know, they get to the Shadow Realm and she goes wandering off on her own. And, you know, she ultimately figures out that the Bifrost was the key, but she almost got killed in the process. But she was able to yeet um, Stormbreaker out the window, so that was kind of good, I guess. But but I just feel like all I just feel like she just gets herself into trouble all the time. Like, and she touches the ether and Thor the Dark World and stuff like that. And I don't know. I feel like it would make it would make more sense in this if they had elaborated on that. Like, she has can she's dying of cancer. Yeah, she's trying to be she's trying to be boastful. Like, it, instead of like being like, oh, this is just Jane being goofy, Jane being <laughs> silly, go lucky, goofy Jane, just being goofy. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, oh, this is Jane terrified of dying. She's she is stage four cancer. And she is dying. There's no curing the cancer. She has tried everything. Mm-hmm. This is her last chance to kill. And so she's basically like, it's like when so it's like when you see in a lot of shows and stuff, and where someone where a character is like, it's like super goofy and silly because they're running away from they're running away from what they're scared of, which is what Thor was doing. Yeah, exactly. Being afraid of death, being afraid of dying, being afraid of her own mortality is like she's using this as an excuse. Like that could be like. Like a, a, they could have had a parallel between Thor getting back his mojo and that, like his process of be, being thrown off, being back with the ex girlfriend he still loves, and then Jane hiding the secret and then pretending to be this way, which which is what they kind of did in a way, but it was just it, I felt like it was executed kind of poorly. Yeah, yeah. I did like the scene when Thor found out that Jane was back and kind of like another Thor. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Like she takes the helmet off and he goes, Jane? Like his, and he's his like, shock oh. was genuine. <laughs> I don't know if this is just me nitpicking, but I feel like Thor had too many costumes. He did have a lot. Yeah. I feel like he had too many. He had, I he had all was... his different costumes through his workout routine at the beginning. And then he had all of his different then he had his new his different suit fighting with the Guardians. And then he changed into a more comic accurate suit which i really really love with the I, uh yeah super the, cool the, like the fur neck piece and like his uh oh yeah black chest bit and it was i just really loved that i thought it was great but then um and then he changed again for no reason into his armor and i thought it was going to change back and i was going to be like oh this is my battle armor <laughs> that i'm just used, i used the battle but no it was just his costume for the rest of the uh the rest of the the, the movie mm-hmm so, I, 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 the one thing that I really didn't like at all, like, this is a vehemently thing that I very much didn't like was, was Korg's uh, monologue at the beginning. I saw that in the trailer and I was like, oh, I hope this is just like a joke thing where it takes like 10 se- That's like <laughs> what it looks like is going to happen, but not actually going to happen. But then it happened in the movie. I was like, oh boy. I did appreciate the twist at the end that it wasn't, like, Thor, Thor. It was Jane. I kind of saw it coming, but, like, I I don't know. I appreciated what they were trying to do, I guess. Oh, that was that. a twist? I just thought it was a... <laughs> I just thought it was a continuation. I didn't realize that was the idea. Like, he was... Because he was narrating kind of, like, the whole time-ish. But, like, he was talking... He kept saying Thor, but then it wasn't, like, the Thor we know. It was Jane, Thor. Oh, so. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of lost. I don't know what you're talking about. At the end, uh, like, because he was saying he was talking about Thor like it was in the past and like he was dead. And in the beginning, you're like, oh, is he gonna die at the end of this movie? And at some points, it does look like he could. Uh, and you know, like we don't have like 
Iron Man and Captain America anymore. Like, so like there's a real possibility, but then, um, you know, at the end it's revealed that like he was talking about Jane Foster this whole time when he was narrating. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah. And then he like, yeah. And then at the end he kind of like, so he's just like, and you know, now we've got the monument and yada, yada, yada. Uh, so like he was kind of going back and forth with talking about like, you know, Thor Odinson and Jane Thor. Or Lady Thor is what she's called. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch but yeah, that. I th- <clears throat> yeah, I, I kind of caught that at the end. I was like, oh, nice little twist. But yeah, that I, I appreciated that a little bit. But So why'd you hate it so yeah. much, Andrew? Um, I just felt like there was a lot of stuff that wasn't... I don't want to say hate. I just <laughs> didn't like it as much as I thought. I was going into this movie really excited because I love Taika Waititi. I love the previous Thor. I think I thought it was like I was really excited for what we were going to do, and it just felt let down, you know. Yeah, that's how I felt. It just felt like it's like oh, I feel like we had a really good chance to do something really awesome with the sequel to one of the most creatively different movies with Ragnarok. Ragnarok was so different in like a it was like so weird and different and cool and fun, but then it was like, but. What this one just seems like a bland nothing formula yeah. formulaic movie instead of something super new and exciting like that was the whole idea of bringing Tekawatiti in is he has this brand new funky style like same thing with James Gunn and using the Guardians Guardians movies they those have been like similar to each other but different from the other MCU movies because it's James Gunn and he's doing his own thing like you get unique directors with a unique style to do fun and unique things but it felt like this one was just like, oh, back to formula. No, yeah. no fun. And have no fun. Back it's to like, formula? Oh, it's like, a, especially with... That's a quote. <laughs> From what? Especially, From the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. I don't remember Oh, yeah, that, with, with uh, Norman Osborn. Back Osborne. to formula, and then he, like, he doesn't like it. It cuts away, like, all Sam Raimi style, and he becomes the Green Goblin. Yeah. Even Sam Raimi! Oh. Sam Raimi was just... Uh, Speaking of directors with unique styles, Sam Raimi with Doctor Strange. Like, that was yeah. totally, like, while still somewhat formulaic, there was still a lot of fun and different things that they did in that movie that were still totally Sam Raimi. Like, the whole um, all the mu- musical it, fight and, his, yeah. and, the, and the zombie thing at the end, like, Zombie Strange. Like, that was super fun. Like, uh, yeah. Like, let's do fun stuff. I want to do fun stuff. I want to do fun and cool and unique stuff. Like, Loki's. Loki, the whole Loki show was unique and fun, and mm-hmm. Hawkeye was unique and fun. Like it was like it was a break from the formulaic stuff. And yeah, I think uh, I, I think bland is all like of the show, but I think bland is the perfect just, word to sum up this movie. Honestly, yeah. like I walked out, just, I walked out just kind of feeling nothing. Yeah, for feeling as for feeling as colorful <laughs> and vibrant as this movie is, it's bland. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's like visually. Whatever really cool but mm-hmm. you can tell also a lot of it was shot in the uh the volume <clears throat> ah back to that again yeah mm. like, yeah, at, like uh, they're just standing in rooms at some point like in eternity at the end um i actually really like that i thought it looked really good. visually it's cool yeah, that was cool but i i did notice i'm like yeah this is definitely the volume but like it worked for that but then in other scenes like you could tell they were almost limited by recording or like shooting this during the pandemic time because this was like a pandemic movie essentially um because mm-hmm. this has been in production for 
Uh, like this has been postponed for a while. So it was like shot during that time. Same with like Black Widow. Uh, but it, it very much kind of feels like that in moments too. Like all the times there are crowds. Like I feel like it's just cut in a certain way. I'm like, are are there really crowds? Um, you know, like, and they're they're also just standing in a lot of buildings for it being Thor. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of standing and talking. And like I said, like I said with the with the Kenobi thing, it's like you can't really fault them for that type of stuff because it's yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's just, yeah. Stylistically, it was interesting, but like I, you're, I you're, think you're everything obviously is have restraints still. Like, yeah. yeah, you have restraints that you can't work around that just happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I liked the whole sequence where like all the they're in, you know, the realm of the gods or whatever, and they're, you know, trying to. I I like that. I wish Zeus would have stayed dead. I thought that would have been cool. Yeah, but, that would have. I was kind of disappointed when it came up that he was still alive. I'm like, oh, really? Like even though yeah, was, and I liked the... I liked the fact that like Thor got mad and like like I wish Korg would have died at that point too. Like Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was what it was like I he was died shocked. and I was like I was like a little shocked of like, oh he's dead. That was kind of like not uh as ceremonious as you would have hoped for such a beloved character from the previous movie, but I was okay with it. But then they had his yeah. face and I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I was just honestly, like if they yeah. would have left him dead, I'd have been like, Oh, that's cool. I like that. Like, I, I was okay with that, you know, mm-hmm. and I liked Thor's reaction to that. He's just like, you just killed my friend, throws the lightning bolt right through his chest, you know? Yeah. Like, if if those two characters would have stayed dead, I think it would have held, like, some consequence. Like, I love Marvel, but I think they do need to let characters stay dead other than Quicksilver. Like, Gosh dang like it. even, even, even going... Even going to like the end of the movie, like you see Jane and Heimdall in Valhalla, and it's like you know they're gonna come back somehow because it's yeah. it's <laughs> nonsensical comic book stuff and logic where it's like no one's ever really dead, but I think sometimes they should stay dead, and you move on with new characters. So, because like think about like TV shows and movies that like generally do really well, even just like infinity war or Endgame, They did really well. Why there's consequence to actions. Like it mm-hmm. feels real. It feels grounded in reality. Cause there's loss. There's uh, you know, times where the characters have to grieve and go through something. It helps them become relatable. Like Thor, you know, like Ragnarok's relatable cause he's losing everyone. Like he, he's dealing with the grief of still like losing his mom. Then he just loses his dad. You know, and then he's got to come to terms with his relationship with Loki, and then he loses him in the next movie. Like, I think <laughs> they handled, you know, Thor very well in Ragnarok through Endgame uh, because they handle, uh, they made him super relatable because, you know, like, he's just going through all this stuff, and then, like, you know, he falls into, like, depression, and I, I love Fat Thor because it's like, yeah, this dude has lost everything, and he's just given up. Like... Mm-hmm. I almost wish he would have been fat for the first half of this movie. Yeah, and then yeah. kind of like Andrew was saying earlier, then you could like see his growth into becoming, you know, who he is essentially 10 <laughs> minutes into this movie because they gloss over all of it. Like, you know, yeah. it would have been cool to see that. Yeah, it would yeah. Have. Yeah, so that's, I feel like we should kind of, if we want to do our Comic-Con stuff, we should kind of wrap, I feel like we've all yeah, we've talked about yeah, our, our, our minds. So say? I feel like... What about out of 10? I was about to say eight out of ten for me. So eight out of ten. What yeah. about you, Matthew? Uh, six and a half. 
I'll I'll even out with a seven point five. Seven point five, so what's that in in actual numbers? Here I'll so, average it. Six point five. I'll average it on my on my calculator, my handy dandy calculator. Seven point three repeating. Oh, okay. Matt's Sorry. got it faster. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, third, well, like, I can hear your typing. I feel so. I've I've like listened, you know, to the podcast, and oh, yeah. all of a sudden I hear just Matt's like, <laughs> like with his with his keyboard. He's just he's the he's the Kermit meme. Yeah. <laughs> oh piss! What I just do? I hit something oh, no. and all, I hit something and all my windows disappeared. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! It's still recording. We're good. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I just I, imagine like Matt's arms flailing like over behind his head and just like slapping the keyboard <laughs> as hard as he can, like Kermit the Frog and the, uh, that one gif. It's funny typewriter. that you bring that up because I also had kind of the same thought. I forgot which episode I was listening to, but you could hear me furiously typing something oh, yeah. away for like an extended time. time. <laughs> so that average is out to a 22 out of 30. Yes. So yeah, yeah. That's what did we give the Kenobi series? Was it a twenty-seven out of thirty? Oh, it was a thirty I, out of thirty. Or, uh, I thought no, we, gave, I thought we oh, all gave we, it like a nine. We I think all we gave it a nine. I yeah. think we all gave twenty-seven out of thirty. It was yeah. either a twenty-seven out of thirty or like a twenty-eight point five. I think it was a twenty-seven. But um, yeah, we but all yeah, had a so, nine out of ten for yeah, that. Yeah, that one. sounds right. So I was really hoping for a lot from that, but you know, I guess it is what it is. Yeah, you know, just kind of fell flat. Oh, so. Treading on to our Comic-Con news, we've got a big old boatload of bucket full of stuff from Marvel, but I feel like we should (laughs) briefly, briefly touch on DC, just because that's what DC did with their panel as well. They briefly touched on uh, DC, (laughs) so which a lot of people are mad that DC didn't reveal a bunch of stuff, but I think it's okay that they did because they're not, they don't have to be like Marvel. What I've yeah. heard from DC is what I've heard from from ver- different sources and stuff is that Henry Cavill was supposed to show up. Yeah, at, I heard this. Story, um, yeah, was supposed to show up at Comic Con, but got had COVID and could not travel to from his set on The Witcher to uh, America for Comic Con. That's what I've heard, and I heard that they were supposed to do because it felt like they were building up to uh, you know. Uh, to reveal, to do a big reveal, but uh-huh. then it was just nothing. It was I'm trying to remember? Was Shazam the only trailer that they had? Or was there another uh, trailer? They on had. Thing? I think they had one other thing that they like announced. Uh, Didn't we get like a first look at Black Adam or something? Yeah, it was, no, that so, was like I, a te- that was like another teaser trailer because we okay, already had yeah. we already had the the original trailer. But All I, I know like is there was, there was two major things, and Shazam was one of them. Yeah, Shazam, um, and then I think it's probably something on the Flash, is my guess. I know in the Shazam trailer they specifically don't show the face of Ezra Miller. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Like if you watch the Flash, the the uh, Shazam trailer, he talks about another hero in red with with a lightning bolt, and literally they have a pick. They have uh, Ezra Miller's arms as the Flash blocking his face in both shots. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I know he's going through a lot of legal stuff, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and they then, probably uh, didn't show anything with that then. Yeah, hmm. but other than yeah, they didn't talk about the Flash. They didn't talk about Aquaman two. They didn't talk about any of that stuff. So it was definitely uh, well, definitely it's, strange. It's probably because Ezra Miller is holding an entire state hostage, and Amber, yeah. and yeah. Amber Heard is off on her own thing. 
So yeah, <laughs> there's kind of definite, two major holds ups. Definite yeah. turmoil for the uh, for DC. Yeah. I wonder if because uh, uh, DC they have their fan event Fan Dome, which has been their uh, announce basically their hub yeah. for announcements over the past two years. Mm-hmm. So I I there haven't been anything confirmed for uh there hasn't been anything confirmed for Fan Dome 2022. So yeah. where uh, I feel like it was a Black Adam thing that was released. I think it's yeah, gotta I think be. I think it was a first look. I don't know if it's a first look because we already have, have had trailers. I just I think it's a it's a it's a extra stuff. Extended extra look. bits. Yeah, yeah, like a sneak peek. Because the Rock came down in his uh, his Black Adam suit. Nice. To talk about. Uh, I th- that movie is going to be legit. I, I'm very uh, much looking for like I I'm hopeful, I, but I am hesitant. I'm hopeful. I, I I really like Zachary Levi, so I'm looking forward to Shazam. Oh, Shazam as well. Shazam yeah. too looks fantastic. Be, oh yeah, and I mean. So the Black Adam trailer that we've already had out, like it's got some of the most comic book accurate, like, yeah. uh, like costumes that I've seen in a while, like uh, Doctor Fate. Um, like if they would have added eye holes to his mask, it would have been perfect. Um, <laughs> I've heard, I've heard there's a there's a versions of Doctor Fate with no eye holes, and it's like a creative choice. Hmm. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, either way, it's so cool looking. Yeah. Like uh, you've got, you've got the Adam in it, and that was a good suit. Like, I mean, Black Adam, Adam, Sma- Adam Smasher, not the Adam. Adam yeah. Smasher. Oh, Adam Smasher, the guy who. Yeah, I always yeah. get confused because they they both uh, they grow and shrink and and all yeah. that fun stuff. I don't um, think I don't think Adam Smasher shrinks. I think he just grows big and then yeah. he shrinks back down to normal size. I know the Adam can go can do like Ant Man stuff. He shrinks molecular molecular molecular. <laughs> Molecular, molecular, molecular. molecular. That? But yeah, he shrinks down to that. But yeah, I am, I am hopeful but hesitant with Black Adam because I've been burned by DC before. Yeah. yeah, I have been burned before, so I am hopeful but hesitant. Hopeful but hesitant. They should have uh, announced like the sequel to Batman, like the Batman. That'd have been. I've good. heard, I've heard Batman. Batman Two is not slated for five. It's slated for five years. Whoa! Yeah, which is way too long. I know. What What is this Stranger Things? Ridiculous. <laughs> okay, now that we've briefly touched on DC, like DC briefly <clears throat> touched on uh, Comic Con, there. Let's hop over to our big old bucket load full of Marvel news. So I have a <laughs> uh, article from Variety that lists everything that was announced and in its order. So. I'm going to read through that, and we're just going to go through that in order, talk about everything that's been announced for uh, Marvel. So we got a brand new... So first things first, we got a brand new trailer for uh, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and um, we got a bit, we got a bit more of a... Uh, a... Uh, a better feel for the show, I would say, you know? Like we've, yeah, we've a lot of people are good. actually excited for it now, so... Yeah, the CGI looks way better, and I, I've always been excited for the show, because I think Same. I love She-Hulk, I think she's a she's a funny, fantastic character, and I think Tatiana Maslany is going to do a great job bringing her to the big screen, but we got a bigger, a better feel for the show. And uh, a huge, uh, huge reveal, Daredevil is in the yeah. show. Yeah, 18 Daredevil. episodes... Is for the first, not the first appearance of Matt Murdock, but the first appearance of uh, Daredevil, first MCU appearance of actual Daredevil mm-hmm. in the show, and he's got a brand new uh, costume too. So I hope it's gonna be a little double D on the chest. That would be yeah. so cool. It's gonna be interesting because uh, 
so uh, we got a better idea of the story, and it's going to be uh, Jennifer Walters is going to be a uh, attorney for superheroes, which what she's done in the comics is. Uh, so, do you think become... Matt Murdock is going to be in the She-Hulk yeah. show? I okay. think she's going to be in a she. He's going to be in the She-Hulk show, and then he's going to show up as Daredevil. Yeah, I think but so it's too. Set, it's, very, he... it's been said that um, what? Because he does ahead. a lot of the defen- the def- defense stuff as yeah. well for and, like superheroes and stuff. So. Yeah. But um, but yeah, for uh, the uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, I don't know. What say? were you gonna say? Um, Let me try and read your mind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it doesn't matter. But um, the, the, yeah, I am uh, really as well. Also, looks really yeah. funny. We got uh, in order, Dawson. Chill out. No, <laughs> well, te- technically, isn't that in order? I thought it's coming out in August. Uh, it is coming out. Okay, well, I'm going by the my what is on this article, so I think it might have been announced, but I don't think it's on the article as of yet. <clears throat> I think but, the trailer um, actually came out before Comic Con. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think I think you're right because I think it came out on Friday and their panel was on Saturday. Yeah. Mm. So um, so yeah, but yeah, I am Groot looks super cute and fun, so that's fun. Uh, we gotta look at Titina, Titan, Tit- Titina. She's like she's a villain uh from uh She Hulk and she she's like super strong and she can she can fight. There's a in the new comic from uh fr- new Marvel comic for She Hulk the new the recent run, she uh start her and Tit- She Hulk and Titina start a fight club since they're both <laughs> super powerful, they can start a fight club where they just fight each other. Oh my gosh. And uh don't have to like hurt anybody or have to do anything evil. They just do it for fun. So, and then we also got to look at a uh, Marvel team called the Wrecking Crew, which is a, a team of bad guys. Oh yeah, I, one of them wields a uh, a Asgardian. Uh, what's the word? Asgardian uh, thing. Uh, is it the ball with spikes? No, it's a. Uh, in the comics, he wields a uh, crap crowbar. Crowbar. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's made. It's made of uh, Asgardian metal. I haven't metal. seen the the trailer yet. So. I don't think he's. I don't think they. I don't think they have it in the show. But they, the Wrecking Crew, one of the characters wields an Asgardian crowbar. Yeah. Oh yeah, show, he does. That's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah. Um, all right. So let, moving on, we have Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which looks very somber. Has done yeah. something I was hoping it wouldn't do, but they have done it. They are they are officially killing T'Challa in the show in the MCU. They have officially done it. They haven't officially said it, but you can tell with the ceremonial art and um, the uh, Queen. I forget what her name yeah, is. Yeah, she uh, Angela uh, Bassett's. Yeah, her character talking about how her family is gone, even though yep. uh, uh, Siri is still there. But yeah, but yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I can understand why they've done it. I'm not happy that they've done it, but it just is what it is. I mean, ultimately it's just, they had it's to very pick unfortunate. one yeah. yeah, but uh, we got to see our first look at Namor. <laughs> sorry, sorry, one second. You said they had to pick one direction. The Eternals did that, but they did it wrong. They did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. They picked. They picked the wrong, the wrong interpretation of one direction. Wrong direction, picked, you but, might uh, say. <laughs> We yeah, they first... picked Harry Styles. <laughs> we got our first. We got our first look at uh, um, 
uh, Namor, Submariner. Yeah. He's his first. He looks uh, super cool. Okay. He looks I, was, super cool. I was wondering he, who that was. <laughs> he does have. He has wings on his feet. I can't confirm from stills from the trailer. He has wings on his feet. <laughs> That is, yeah. we have done. We have the wings. We didn't get the wings with Thor. We didn't get the wings with Captain America. But Namor does have wings on his also, feet. Awesome. They also changed the culture of uh, Atlantis from like the comics. I think um, it's super cool what they're doing. Yeah, I think so too. But people are like losing their minds because they have to be mad about something for everything nowadays. <laughs> I think um, it's. I think it's more interesting if they're more of a. Uh, a uh, what's the word? Was a word for? I, I yeah, it's at the tip of my tongue too, but I'm not much help because I don't really know what point you're trying to make. <laughs> well, in the comics, they're very technological based, and they're very yeah. like they're basically basically like uh, from space, but they're from the ocean. But in this one, they're more of like tribal <laughs> tribal nature. They're more because uh, they have like headdresses and like. Yeah. big uh, stuff like kind of like Native Americans and uh, some Aboriginal yeah. tribes oh, and stuff okay. like that. So that's kind of like they, they've changed it up to look like that. And so I've seen some interesting thoughts on Namor and uh, uh, Namor and of uh, uh, Say what Namor. The, what the, what the, <laughs> uh, what the issue they're going to be combating is. Well, I, one of the things about Namor is there people are theorizing that Namor is a mutant. Might be That'd a be mutant. Cool. Hmm. And that he attributes to his his powers from getting them from the gods, instead of being uh, mu- uh mutated. Hmm. So that's an uh, that's a theory that I saw. Another theory I th- saw that is really I interesting saw. is that don't make fun of me. <laughs> uh, is that uh, Wakanda and uh, Atlantis may be going to battle because uh, Wakanda may be encroaching on Atlantis's territory. Ooh. They may because you have the entire whole idea of the first first Black Panther. They're talking about they call white people colonizers. That's his whole idea. But then the idea of Angela Bassett, she her character, her character. I don't remember her specific name character, but she talks. You see her talking about she is the queen of the most powerful nation in the world, and this idea that she may be blinded by grief and not really realizing that they're the bad guys in this scenario. And it may, and since we've already talked about Doctor Doom is going to be in this movie, it may be Doom manipulating Atlantis and Wakanda against each other. So Which, that Wakanda, and we yeah, see this. I, I love the idea on, of that. And we see on the uh, on the ch- on the ship we see Wakandan technology about of them over the ocean, and uh, like doing stuff in the ocean. So it's like they may be looking for a new source of vibranium, or a new source of the uh, purple heart that gave, or the purple plant heart thing that gave that was destroyed. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was destroyed by uh, Killmonger, Killmonger, and uh, that they need to make a new Black Panther. So that may be. So it may be the idea that Wakanda, in their grief over the loss of their king. And the loss of uh, T'Challa is now unwittingly becoming the bad guys and forcing Atlantis to become... Which uh, is a cool concept. Yeah, and I like when the good guys unintentionally become the bad guys. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, I like the idea of Doctor Doom just manipulating it in a political sense because, no, like, every time we, we've seen Doctor Doom so far in, like, the Fantastic Four stuff, like, he's... He's not very. He's not really seen as like a political figure, which he very much is in the comics, and like that's why like yeah. he's very hard to beat because he like creates loopholes where you can't arrest him, and yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, like yeah, like he 
you know, he becomes a dictator of a small country so that way he can get away with doing like really questionable stuff, you know? So Yeah. Yeah, I like that so, they're tapping I hope they tap into that. Like Yeah, I think it'd be really cool to see. And especially seeing Wakanda turn into the thing that the the thing that they very much hate and into them becoming that just because of the, the shattered by grief and the issues. Yeah. So uh one thing we do see is we see a Black Panther. At the end of the trailer, we see a, su- uh-huh. a suited up Black Panther. Who do you guys think of? What do you guys guess is? I'm thinking um, uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character. Uh, I forget what her name is. Is she's she like the, Black she Pan- the love interest in the first one? Yeah, is she's she the a love interest. Akoye? Akoye? Uh, no, no, Akoye, Akoye. is. Uh, um, she's the she's the she's the leader of the Dora Milaje. Oh, oh yeah. I always thought yeah. I forget what her name is yeah. in the movie. But, uh, I, I can't remember. And yeah, then I think Shuri might... is another big guess. Nakia? Yeah. Nakia? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. N-A-K-I-A. Yeah, yeah, Nakia. Take your best guess. Nakia. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. But, yeah, we, uh... I, I think wouldn't it might mind be if it's the dude uh, who's in charge of, like, the gorilla tribe. Yeah, that's um, what I was gonna say. I hope it's M'Baku. <laughs> yeah, M'Baku. That, but the, if you, you look at it, it's... He's not... It's not big. I don't think he's big. No, uh, it's definitely not him. But I just loved his I've, character in the first one. So <laughs> I've also heard. I've also heard thoughts on uh, more uh, on um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, multiple Black Panthers being in the movie. Like multiple people have ah. suits. So that that'd be issue. interesting. That would be. We also get a brief uh, a brief look of Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams, who is Ironheart. She gets a show. She's getting a show uh, either next year or the year after, but hmm. she's going to make yeah. her first appearance in uh, in this movie. Which um, I know a lot of people are a little skeptical on that; they don't know what to think. I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I'm I'm cool with I'm ushering keeping... in an, in a new era of like the Iron Man kind of thing. Yeah. I'd rather not Tony come back. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, yeah. Tony Stark should come back." Leave him dead. Like leave I was him, saying, leave him dead, but no one's going to be that good, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. it could happen, but I'm yeah. not optimistic. I think they need to do but, it in a sense, like where they know no one will be able to pick up the mantle of yeah. Tony Stark. Kind of like what they were doing with Spider Man. Like he's not going to be able to live up to Tony Stark. Be his own thing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think we'll t- they'll touch on that in the show. But um, uh, moving on to our next uh, our next project is Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. So I'm going to read exactly what they have written here because there was a trailer shown at Comic-Con that we have not seen from uh, Amy and the Wasp. So uh, Phase phase 5 launches with the introduction of Kang the Conqueror, Jonathan Majors, who was at the end of of the first season of Loki. He was introduced as the uh, leader of the TVA, uh, who made Scott Lang in, in the quantum realm after Scott was mysteriously sucked there along with his daughter, Cassie, Hope, Hank, and Janet Van Dyme. In the footage screened in in Justin Hall H, Bill Murray has a cameo as an old acquaintance <laughs> of Janice from within the quantum quantum realm, but given King's titular role in one of the two Avengers titles announced on Saturday, more below uh, all eyes are will be on majors will reshape the narrative of the MCU. Plus, director Peyton Reed has confirmed the crowd that yet another great Marvel villain will be making a a cameo in the film. You might have seen a shot of Modok, and Modok is a oh, that'd giant. Be cool. Hmm. He's a big giant face thing guy. Yeah, he's a very weird <laughs> character, but he's yeah, <laughs> he's also created by AIM, which is which was in the third Iron Man movie. Yep. Yeah, so I'd be interested to see what they do. But there are rumors that Modok will be uh, 
Yellow Jacket from the first uh, Ant Man. Oh, like he got sucked into the quantum realm, and he has son- somehow become uh, a giant this, face. This giant <laughs> face guy of uh, Modok. So yeah, uh, super super pumped for that. I think it's gonna be great. Uh, there was footage shown that uh, Scott Lang has written a book about how he saved the world. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> There's also um, uh, f- leaked stuff talking about how Kang talks meets with uh, meets Scott, and he talks to him. He's like, "Oh, he's like, I'm an Avenger," and he says, "Oh, haven't I killed you already? Or have I killed you before? Something to that extent <laughs> of like, oh, I've I've already done this before. So there, it'll be interesting to see how they take this and how it affects uh, future Marvel projects that we'll talk about." Which is yeah, he will I, he will have a a major a major uh, part in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I didn't enjoy the last Ant Man movie, Ant Man and the Wasp. I thought it was okay, um, but I am very much excited for this one. I think they have a lot more to work with. So oh, yeah, I think I think they do great with obviously a stellar cast with Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, yeah, obviously Jonathan Majors had like a. Uh, 15 minute scene in loki my theory but he he killed it i he killed it he was so good oh he, he was, was great in that yeah. small scene i thought he was fantastic mm-hmm. my theory is that uh hank pym is gonna die so that'd be interesting because yeah, there nobody from that. this cast is nobody from this cast has died yet that would make a lot yeah of i sense. think it's the movie i think it's his time yeah yeah so. that'd, be, that'd be that'd be interesting to see i'd be really interesting i'd say uh Okay, moving on, we have Secret Invasion, which is was a premiere date of spring. Uh, I'll say the premiere date of Wakanda Forever was November 11th of this year, and Wakanda, I forgot to mention this film will conclude Phase Four. That's yeah. the last film in Phase Four, and then Quantumania is the first uh, film of Phase Five. So hmm. just to say that, I forgot to, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, uh, so... and then Quant- Quantumania will be February 17th of next year. And then we have Secret Invasion, which will be spring of next year. So, so it's worth noting that this saga isn't lasting nearly as long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, the original saga, the Infinity Saga, lasted uh, ten, 10 years. years. And this one will last around five, four to five years. Which we didn't have movies for like a year, two year stretch. So Yeah, so. It's like even less than that. Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, and also this this entire saga has been dubbed the multiverse saga. Yeah, we're officially entered the multiverse saga. So, uh, secret invasion. What we've learned is a uh, co-star Colby Smulders, Maria Hill. It was on hand to preview the dark and gritty political thriller with which stars Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, along Ben Mendelsohn as the Scroll Talos. He was in uh. No Captain Way Home Marvel and, and no Captain Home. Marvel. He was the Scroll villain, etc. Uh, Don Cheadle as G- uh, as Rhodey. Uh, Martin Freeman as Everett Ross. He was in uh, Civil War and uh, he played a big part in oh, uh, thought, the first thought, Black Panther. Yeah, I thought he was in The Hobbit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Join them are uh, Kingsley Ben Ideas, seen multi- multiplying into several identical forms. Of a confrontation with uh, Nick Fury, Olivia Coleman. She's been in a lot of stuff. T- t- seen telling Fury he's Pat, he's past his prime, and Amelia Clark. Seen brandishing a gun. So <laughs> Amelia Clark. 
She was in uh she did she was in Game of Thrones and then she was in um No, I'm trying played... to figure out if she's been in the MCU before. I don't think she has. has she has she? not, but she was in uh Solo. Yeah, I knew that. She played oh, Yeah, she's she's her. good. She's good. Yeah. And uh, the overall vibe of this one is paranoia and foreboding contributing to a larger anti-heroic thread that seems to run through phase five. I was yeah, hoping so I like that. I hope I hope Rhodey dies personally and it turns Why? out that he was he was a scroll <laughs> this whole time. Oh Rhodey would be so the scroll Rhodey would die? Yeah. Hmm. So what about like, armor wars? Why why Rhodey specifically? Well, because he's the biggest like hero that we've seen. Like if there's a bigger hero, like I hope just like whatever big name hero shows up in this show dies and it turns out they were a scroll. Um I'd rather like, be they time. were I'd rather be like, oh, he died and he was a scroll, but then he comes back and he's not a scroll. Well yeah, like that's how like the scrolls work is they like they keep the actual yeah. person somewhere else. So, like, yeah. that person wouldn't actually die. But, like, you know, just maybe, like, letting you think that they're dead and then, like, showing you that they're a scroll and, like, the scrolls have been slowly taking over, like, high, you know, people within the government yeah. and, like, superheroes and they actually haven't been, like, helping out Fury this whole time. They've been, you know, yeah. doing their own, their own, like, secret, you know, type of uh, uh, strategy to, like, take over the world and stuff. Yeah. I, I think that would be, that would be yeah. great. Um, just like there, just like there are good Cree, uh, there are bad scrolls. Like we yeah. had bad Cree and good scrolls. We have bad good Cree and bad scrolls. Yeah, in this and one. so it, especially in that. a post, especially <laughs> in a post snap world. Oh like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It yeah, sounds exactly. like this will be everything I hoped Captain Marvel was going to be when the scrolls were introduced. Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want the scrolls to be the villains because they were in the comics and I think they're great as villains. Like in Civil War. Captain America dies, but it turns out he was a scroll, and it's like, hmm. oh my gosh, you know, like you weren't like, it's just so out of left field, and it's like, whoa, well, where's the real Captain America, and like, what's going on, and like, all, all these heroes turned about turn out to be like scrolls this whole time, yeah. and it's just like, it's super cool, um, because it's like, who's who's one, who's not, and I think it would be fun to watch like an Avengers movie, like where you don't know who's a scroll and who's not the whole time, yeah. I think I hope this is going to be. I hope this is really good. I really, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really positive. So, uh, moving on. Next is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which is May 5th of next year. Uh, an emotional James Gunn and his equally emotional cast, including Chris Pratt, Karen Gillian, Palm Clem, Clementif. I don't know. Who that is. Oh, that's. Uh, I think that's uh, Mantis. Oh, uh, yeah. Sean Gunn, Will Poulter, Maria Bakala, Bakalova. As Cos and as Cosmo the Space Dog debuted the first look of the final Guardians film, which hinted at revealing how Rocket <laughs> became a sentient walking raccoon. Uh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah. Judo Woody Ijewi? I'm so sorry. Are you trying sorry. to say a Pokemon name? or <laughs> No, it's a guy's name. He was in uh, Peacemaker. He was a, a big player in Peacemaker. Uh, he mm. plays the high evolutionary, and introduces introduces himself to Hall H in a character, implying he played a role in Rocket's transformation. Uh, mm. They uh, debuted a trailer for this movie as well. Uh, it, they have um, a lot of like emotional stuff with Rocket and stuff. So this is going to be a uh, kind of a kind of a story uh, story opener for Rocket and his origin. 
and uh rocket's my favorite of the of the guardians i think it was said that uh that gomorrah was seen leading the ravagers so that's pretty Mm. interesting to see that uh and james gunn said this was the end of for these characters this is the end of these characters really but he said it does not mean that everyone's going to die Hmm. Interesting. So that means, but if you that take it, if you turn that around, that means some of them might die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hope so. I think it just has more weight yeah. when that happens. So. Yeah, I think you could see characters dying. Uh, Chris Pratt definitely I could see dying, and then I could see, uh, uh, what am I saying? Um, Are you talking about Karen Jones' character? I could see uh, Nebula dying, and then I could see. Uh, I can't remember Dave Bautista's character. Drax. Why can't I? Oh, Drax. <laughs> I don't know why I was totally blanking on that. I could see them three dying. Yeah, I think Drax yeah. has. I think by the end of that movie, he'll have he'll have lived his time that he's needed to. Like, I, yeah. I don't think we need to see too much more of him. I, I think can see he's those hilarious, but yeah, I can see I those just... guys dying and then uh, Rocket forming a new Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Rocket and yeah. Groot will probably make it through, is my guess. Because uh, Groot, you don't really, you don't really need Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, all right, moving on to Echo. Echo is the character from is the uh, deaf character from Hawkeye. Oh she yeah, was, uh, yeah. Kingpin's aforementioned niece, and I think I'm really positive of the show because I liked her in uh in Hawkeye, and I'm really interested to see where they take this show. It's just uh, too small of a character, I think, at this point. I was going to say, it's a very <laughs> odd character choice to have a show about. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, it's I'm, probably them testing the water, if anything. I'm positive. I'm po- I'm, I'm, uh, I'm positive for the show. I really liked her performance in that. And as for a actual deaf actor, I think yeah, it's really, think... really cool. Yeah, I think the opportunity is cool for her. Yeah. Uh, for sure, um, and I think she's good. It's just I don't know if I care about that character a whole lot. So, I I am treating this like Star Wars. I am open to everything. Yeah, I'm open. Yeah, to if it's good, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Every time, every type of every kind of story they want to tell me, I am very much open and excited to learn. Just that's what I want to. That's just tell me that. So, uh, nothing, not really anything was uh, announced about the show except for some uh, actors. Sydney Freeland and uh, Car- Katrina K- Katrina McKenzie. I'm gonna guess uh, she's <laughs> directing, and uh, they're both directing. Uh, it is. It was announced earlier that uh, uh, Charlie Cox is Daredevil, and Vin- Vincent D'Onofrio's uh, uh, Kingpin will both appear in this show. They're oh, both gonna that'll appear get the... me to watch it then. Yeah, and it's gonna and there's it's rumored to that the storyline for uh, the Kingpin is he's running for mayor of New York. Ah, uh, so. yeah, that'll be cool. I mean, I like those characters; those are enough to bring me in. But I don't want it to be like, <laughs> I don't know, like, like with Boba Fett, <laughs> like it no longer <laughs> became his show. Yeah, you know? I think yeah. I think it'll be, I think because she was obvious, she was obviously super close with Kingpin, and having shot him at the end of uh, yeah, uh, end of Hawkeye, like that's a big step for her. And she's Echo is a hero, and she's basically like the equivalent of Daredevil, except she's deaf instead of blind. 
Let's keep moving. Uh, Loki <laughs> season two was was announced for summer of next year. Not much was announced about this show, but there are have been a lot of uh, set photos online, and we see Loki in. Uh, we see we see Loki. We see. Uh, I forget what the girl Loki's name was. Sylvie. We see Loki, Sylvie, and uh, uh, Mobius together on some set photos that have been. Uh, on the online so that's pretty much all we know about that uh uh blade we got blade the blade movie the first mcu blade movie with uh uh mashira mashira ali she Man, there, have been, the, there have been a lot of very interesting names cast in yes a lot of, everyone has uh interesting names that has been announced for november 3rd of 2023 which uh, he's a returning person for like his yeah. older role, he, yeah, he was. Uh, he actually played uh, a character in Luke Cage. I thought his first name was Mahersala. I thought it was Mish. I, I don't know. I don't your know. guess, <laughs> is good. your guess is as good as mine. I'm so sorry to all these actors. I'm not <laughs> trying to do this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's of November of next year. Interesting to see where they take this because Blade is. His whole thing is fighting vampires, so very interesting uh, addition to the world, and I'm interested to see what they do with it. Like Morbius. Also, it's said that uh, <laughs> it's also <laughs> said that uh, Dane Whitman, who is the Black Knight, who was in Eternals, is played by uh, by that guy. <laughs> he was uh, Cersei's boyfriend oh, in yeah. Eternals, and so he's supposed to, he would. Mich- Blade actually appeared in the post-credit scene for that movie. You hear a voice off-screen talking to Dane, and that was Blade, apparently. And oh. so he, there's rumors that uh, Dane will appear in this show. And, okay, uh, I need you to refresh your memory. Who's Cersei's and who's Dane? Cersei was the uh, lady in green. She was Asian, and she could make things grow, I think. Was she yep. the main, was she kind of supposed to be the main character? Yeah, she was like yeah, the main she, character. Okay, yeah, I couldn't even have told you what her name was. Yeah, I know it's a lot. That movie sucks. So she's it's not just really the she's just the main irritant, I guess. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, that's happening. It's going on. So, uh, Iron, next is Ironheart for fall of twenty twenty three. Uh, Dominique Thorne, Riri, she plays. She'll play Riri Williams, and she uh, she's gonna. Appear, her in, she's going to be introduced in uh, Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. and uh, then she's going to get her own show uh, next year in the fall. So uh, we have some uh, 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 write, uh, writers' names and uh, directors' names. Sam Bailey and Angela Barnes are directing. I don't know if you guys know any of those names. Nope. So we're kind of getting light on details as we're going through. <laughs> yeah, further away uh, you get. We get now. We're getting into the show I'm least hyped for and don't care about at all. Agatha and the Coven of Chaos. Yeah, also originally titled Agatha this. and the Harse- House of Harkness. This is a WandaVision fit- spinoff with Catherine Ka- Hans. Agatha Harkness will be Marvel's final Disney Plus series in 2023. WandaVision head writer Jack Schaefer will write and executive produce the show. That show, I don't care about at all. <laughs> I, I literally yeah. couldn't care less. Yeah. About, yeah, it's it's a that. very similar boat to how I am with Echo. I just, I, I didn't 
care for the character enough to for it to get another show. It, it, like, I don't know. It's like when you've watched through Jimmy Neutron and then all of a sudden there's Planet Sheen. You know, like, I like Sheen, <laughs> but not enough to have his own show. <laughs> I actually watched and enjoyed all of Planet Sheen, so I would not. Oh. I don't appreciate your <laughs> slander. Oh, I watched much. all of it. I did. I think it was just. I think it was okay. Um, I didn't think he was enough of a character to have his yeah. own show without like a Jimmy-like character. And I think. I mean, I think Jimmy Neutron without Sheen is a lot more boring. So, I. Yeah, yeah it's just the quickest example I could go to. Or it's like um. Jesse, you know, like having a like from Disney Channel, like having a good run, and then they want to keep it going, so they have like a bunked or whatever, which is like a, all the kids at like a camp. Yeah, that show is terrible. <laughs> I could not. Yeah, or like uh, I mean, you can have a spinoff. It's just don't base it off of like one character that was that was good. Um. I don't know. They do it a lot with a lot of shows. Like I think there was a Patrick Star show. Yeah. Yeah, they, that's a that's a Paramount. Plus I wouldn't even thing. say I wouldn't even say Agatha was that great of a character. She was just kind of like the villain that had to be there. <laughs> At least that's how it felt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like I like the twist, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. I love Catherine Hahn. I think she's a fantastic actress. She's super, super funny in everything she does. So I guess I'll just see what happens. But yeah, honestly. I'm not holding out hope. Uh, moving on, we have Daredevil Born Again, spring of 2024. Uh, yeah. Originally launched as part of Netflix slate of Marvel TV shows, which were nominally part of the MCU's, Charlie Cox and Matt Murdock is being fully brought into the Marvel Studios fold with a Disney Plus series that is getting unprecedented 18-episode order for its first season. Cox and Murdoch first appeared in 2021's Spider-Man No Way Home, and his nemesis Kingpin popped up in The Big Bad in 2021's Hawkeye. Both characters are set up to show set up to show up on Echo, and it appears that Daredevil will also appear in She-Hulk before returning for his own series. I'm just glad he's the uh, actor. I wouldn't want anyone yeah. else. Yeah, he's yeah. the perfect casting for it. Yeah, super excited. I'm super excited, and uh, really glad to to see uh, see him come back. You know, see? that was not supposed to be a voice crack. I was literally, I was purposely pitching my voice up to <laughs> talk to talk so but yeah I, i'll be very much interested to see what they do with that mm-hmm. uh, another part i forgot to mention is it said that in echo uh charlie uh daredevil will be supposed to be looking for jessica jones oh okay so they'll bring her back yeah okay i it's rumored I, that they're all supposed to come back except for uh iron fist, iron fist. <laughs> except for iron fist. <laughs> yeah have some of that iron Which, fist I love the guy who played Luke Cage. I think he's great. Oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah. But, uh, all right, moving on to May 3rd of 2024, Captain America, New World Order. Hmm. Uh, This is going to be Anthony Mackie's first foray into the big screen as uh, Captain America. Uh, I I don't know if I really enjoy the title of that. I think they might end up changing it before it comes up, too. I'm fine with it. I just, I just want to get some more information before I settle on it. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. 
It's like a Civil War was supposed to be like the Serpents one. Um, yeah, Serpent Society. But yeah. I feel like if they were going to do that, they would have changed it at the scene because that's what Kevin Feige did with Civil War. Is he, his whole thing was he announced it as Serpent Society. And I was like, oh, I don't think that looks too good. Maybe we should change it and then change it to Civil War. So I think this is it for now. But uh, I just wanted more information. But yeah, that's pretty much all we know about that is that Captain America is happening. Sam Wilson is Captain America officially. And from there we go find out what's, what's happening else. <laughs> so um, we ha- then we have on July 25th, 2024, is Marvel's Thunderbolts, which uh, in the comics is a, is a team of villains. They're, They're trying like to rebrand them. No. Yeah. It's they rebrand themselves as heroes and then eventually become a uh, black ops team for uh, basically like kind of like the Suicide Squad but not as dark in the Marvel universe. But uh, yeah, it's supposed um, to be uh, led by Allegra de Fontaine, which was Julia Louise Dreyfus. She showed up in Captain America or uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier at the end, and then uh, uh, f- also at the end of Black Widow, she was there too. Uh, Baron Zemo's Daniel Daniel Bruhl from uh, Captain America movies and then Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yelena Belova, Florence Pugh, Ghost, Hannah Jan Kamen from uh, from uh, what should we call it? That Amen. thing that we did. Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> so bad at this. Uh, Abomin- Abominations, Tim Roth, uh, John Walker, Wyatt Russell, and the Taskmaster. Yeah. I'm looking uh, forward Olga. to seeing Wyatt Russell again. Yeah. I think yeah, he's and he's super positive about coming back, so it'll be yeah. really interesting to see. What and I mean, he was great in Captain America in the Winter or Falcon in the Winter Soldier. Um, and now he's going to be not Captain America; he's going to be U.S. Agent. I think that'll be good. Yeah. Oh, him. So, okay, I had no idea who we were talking about that whole time. Okay, yeah, I like them too. Yeah, yeah. he was Captain America in the Winter Soldier, or kept Falcon in the Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. In uh, he was. The replacement Captain America. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, uh, after that, we have uh, fa- we ending Phase Five with the Thunderbolts, which then opens up Phase Six, which opens with the Fantastic Four on November eighth, twenty twenty four. So, as of yet, we have no director and no cast because John Watts, <laughs> who did uh, Spider Man No Way Home. He has stepped away from. Uh, he stepped away from uh, directing roles. We have no director as of right now, and wow. we have not. We have not been yet announced the cast. So, so this, so this Fantastic Four movie that's going to try and redeem all the fa- all the other Fantastic Four movies is off to a great start. <laughs> I mean, it's they've got plenty of time. Still. Yeah, it's whatever. It, we have plenty of time. Two years from now. Also, there's D23 in uh, in September, so there could be announcements then. They don't want to dump all their information, even though they've dumped a lot of information <laughs> for uh, at Comic Con. But uh, rounding out our big old bucket of exhausting Marvel news <laughs> is they the announced so much. The large announcement that you of- did miss something before you. What did I miss? Uh, Spider Man freshman year. Oh, I was gonna talk. I was gonna talk briefly about Marvel animation at the end. Uh, yeah. I was gonna get through the movies and the X Men stuff too. Yes, because we uh, 
I was gonna talk about that briefly after we finished up with the movie. So, sweet. So mess with my process, Dawson. <laughs> I don't know. You mentioned other TV shows, so I figured I'd. Uh, I was mentioning live action TV shows, not <laughs> animated TV shows. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, what if, what if season two as well? Yeah. 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 Okay. But, okay. Let me get through these last two things. Actually, uh, there's another one, Andrew. <laughs> we have uh, two Avengers movies in 2025. We have yeah. uh, Avengers the Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. So yeah, I think this will be cool. We have not too much. I don't have a lot of information on this, but this is basically uh, this is Kevin Feige alluded that Kang Dynasty was basically the setup for uh, so, for Secret Wars. Basically the same way that uh, Infinity War set up for Endgame. So basically, Kang Dynasty is going to be a direct, or uh, Secret Wars is going to be a direct sequel to the Kang Dynasty. Hmm. That'll be cool. So uh, it's very, very, very interesting to see. Again, I'd love to see at the end of like the Kang Dynasty one, like one of the major Avengers die, and then all of a sudden they turn into a scroll like so uh, the next movie we're all just like watching and we're like who's who is is this person a scroll is that person a scroll i think that would be cool yeah so. would be yeah so so yeah a, a whole heap and pile of information from uh good old marvel there just big old dump big mm-hmm. old old dump on on our on our minds out What's going to to happen for the uh, for the uh, for the future? So uh, to wrap this up, we're going to talk about the animation. We're going to briefly t- touch on the animation. So obviously, we have I Am Groot, like we talked about earlier. So that's going to be a completely fully animated show with the CGI character of Baby Groot, and it's going to be five original shorts that are uh, announced. To uh, show up in August 10th on Disney Plus, and it so will have, I think they're all, and it will have so what, one line of dialogue repeated. They exactly. are first Many times. Yeah, I think it's really funny as this is hailed as the Vin Diesel led show. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only person probably speaking in it. <laughs> exactly. Actually, yeah, I probably... feel like the first episode there might be like a little Chris Pratt, uh, Chris Pratt cameo. That'd be interesting, yeah. But um, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, five shorts, and I believe they're all uh, premiering at the same time. So I think they're all releasing at the same day. Hmm. So uh, yeah. So uh, briefing on touching on another thing that Dawson talked about is Spider-Man Freshman Year, which is taking an interesting turn. It was originally described as the introduction of. Uh, Spider-Man into the Marvel Universe on how, like, his time in the universe before he was officially introduced in Civil War. But it seems to be taking a little bit of a different turn to that. Because we see, uh, we get looks at uh, Dr. Octopus and uh, we get looks at Dr. Octopus, uh, the Rhino, uh, Harry Osborn, Norman Osborn, uh, Amadeus Cho, and a whole bunch of other characters that look pretty different from what they from what we thought. So 
they're still saying it is the introduction of it's how uh, Spider-Man became part of the Marvel Universe. So it's going to be interesting to see how how they take this. And it's going to be a two-day animated show, and it's set up to start in 2024. And it's already slated for a season two called Sophomore Year. Wow, mm. that no one saw that title coming. That's ooh, <laughs> mm, that's a yeah. mm, that's but, a drastic uh, they jump. Also, <laughs> they also said they have also released uh, images of Doctor Strange in a more comic book accurate looking uh, scenario or uh, look. He's more comic book accurate than uh, than he wasn't. Like obviously, he doesn't look like Ben and Cumberbatch, but he looks more comic accurate. And then uh, Daredevil, Charlie Cox will also be appearing in this show as well. Wow! So big, big strut strutting across this this small screen for uh, Charlie Cox as his introduction to the uh, to the MCU. <laughs> I am very curious how they're gonna make it all fit in with the canon. I know. I I don't think it will be. I think they're. I think I feel like just it's kinda... just like a. I feel like it's kind of like the typical uh, Spider-Man like animated projects that we've already had like yeah. Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man, they just set they take place within their own worlds and they're loosely based off of what's going on in the MCU yeah. like kind of like, like what the Netflix shows did as they were technically part of it but weren't actually part of it, you know. Mhm. Yeah, they might do something like that. Or maybe is... it's just Peter drawing in his notebook. Yeah. <laughs> His idea of what <laughs> happened or something like that. To the, like, like him that. just like daydreaming or whatever. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It also said that uh, Tom Holland will not reprise his role. As, in, uh, in this show? In the show. It will not be Tom Holland. It will be a different actor. Yeah, that's that's huh. also part of why I don't think it'll be like within yeah. the canon. Yeah. So, so. But surprisingly, they did not announce a Spider-Man movie. Normally, those come out every two, two and a half years. So, yeah. Like I said, D twenty three is still coming up in September, so they still have some stuff that they could do that. Well, it is a well. Sony property, so. So, I also have to work on that. So, uh, next up, we have uh, "What If" season two. Is uh, it's a sequel to uh, "What to... If There Were a Season Two? Yeah, what if there were a season two? So. <laughs> Uh, there are some rumored stories about uh, a sequel episode for Peggy Carter, for Captain Carter, as we did see at the end of uh, season. At the end of season one, she found the Hydra Stomper, which was uh, the Iron Man suit that Steve Rod, that little Steve Rogers flew around in oh, yeah. during World War Two. Mm-hmm. So she found that, and so there's a qu- there's said that that sh- that will end up being the equivalent of the Winter Soldier. For her character, and so it'll be uh, Captain Carter and uh, Natasha Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow, will be fighting against a Hydra Stomper. Hmm. Uh, uh, we also there's also rumored to be a a battle between Odin and the uh, the Mandarin. Oh, so be... Mandarin from Shang Chi and Odin will fight. That's one of the uh, Marvel uh, rumored stories. So, uh, speaking of what if, we have a spinoff. We have a spinoff show of the what if. We have Marvel Zombies. We have a spinoff of a hypothetical spinoff of the universe. Wow. So, 
Uh, Marvel <laughs> Zombie. There was an episode of What If Season 1 called uh, What If Everyone Turned Into Zombies. Uh-huh. So, uh, so there's a, it's a continu- the show is a continuation of that series, but with a new cast of characters. Uh, we have... Uh, some of the zombies are said to be... are that have been released are uh, Hawkeye, Abomination, the ghost from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Okoye, and Icarus, who was the Gosh, guy who flew in. dang it. Why won't they just leave the Eternals in the bin? You can't <laughs> hide from it, Matthew. The Eternals are part of the MCU. You can't deny it. I thought, he flew, part of it. I thought he flew himself into the sun for no reason. Isn't he dead? But not in this, not in this alternate universe. He's not. Gosh, dang it! <laughs> but uh, but the cast of characters are said to be Yelena from Black from Black Widow, uh, Katie, who is a uh, best friend of uh, Shang Chi in the Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's Kate Bishop choice. from Hawkeye, uh, Jimmy Woo. Oh, so heck bring it yeah. back. To, oh, I love Jimmy the Woo. Woo universe. Yes. Okay, cool. Bring it back. To, uh, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do, but cool. Daniel Park. Daniel Park returns. Uh, Death Dealer. I'm not exactly sure who Death Dealer is. Allow me to check on my super clicky keyboard. Oh, she, it was the guy, uh, you know, that guy who was like, had a mask and. Oh yeah. He was awesome. That guy who was in the movie, but didn't have a name. Yeah, the dude from Shang-Chi with the mask that Shang-Chi fought for like five seconds on top of that skyscraper. Yeah. He was awesome. I liked him. Yeah, he was cool. So he's going to come back as as one of the heroes of the show. Okay, I'm back on board. As well as Shang-Chi. And Shang-Chi has a robot arm. His robot arm. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, Kamala Khan as well. So those are the lit. That is the cast of our heroes. The show and there's also uh, supposed to be different uh, uh, factions that are surviving in the uh, post-apocalyptic MCU world. So there's like some like SWAT guys and then some like teenage punk people <laughs> who are doing cool stuff. So that's so if you want to look, know more about that, about what those guys looks like, uh, Google Marvel Zombies TV show and look at the pictures because I can only describe them so much. Uh, Lastly, we have X-Men 97, which is a sequel to the original X-Men series that played in the uh, the 90s. Hmm. So this is a sequel to the show that's coming out. And so uh, they released the uh, cast of characters for the show. And we have uh, Wolverine, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Grey, Jubilee, Rogue, Storm. Storm, who has her uh, mohawk this time, her long mohawk. Nice. Uh Gambic and the Magneto, but Magneto is uh, also a Nightcrawler. Uh, but there is an interesting that thing happening: is Magneto will be leading the X Men in this show. So Magneto will be the leader of this the X Men huh. in this in the show. So that's going to be interesting to see how yeah, they do an that. Interesting choice. So that is what we have for the. Big old dump of comic book, movie, and TV show news for all of for the next few years from uh, Marvel. So, if you're a Marvel fan, you've got plenty of stuff coming. <laughs> you got plenty of coming. So, hopefully, you stuck with us through that very long process of 
talking about and detailing everything that's coming up in the future. There's a lot, that's and, for sure. Yeah, so there's plenty of stuff for you to watch, and they're going to definitely make sure you and you keep that uh, Disney Plus subscription <laughs> handy. I mean, that's honestly how they kept me around. It's like I've always been like, okay, that show's over. I guess I'll cancel it now. But then they're like, oh, but this show is starting in just a few weeks. I'm like, huh, mm-hmm. well, you got me. <laughs> So, uh, I guess that, that well, time to wrap up. <laughs> thanks for, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, thanks for leaving a review. If you left a review for us to see and read and enjoy and tell us how much you love us and <laughs> subscribe to us for on your podcatcher of choice. And, uh, thanks. Any thoughts from you, Dawson? You've been quiet for a minute. Nope. Nothing from me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just absorbing it in like all the listeners. All right. So we'll see you guys all next time. Later, y'all. Later.